And welcome to another episode of the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine dog, Woody. Woody, how you doing? Woof. Now, Woody has a big bark because he's a dachshund. Any, you know, you dachshund uh, owners, you know this. You know, that doorbell rings, and man, if you got more than one dachshund, even if you only have one dachshund, it's like the house just lights on fire. So anybody on the other side of that door is going to be like, going, oh, they got some big dogs in there. When it's just a little bitty weedy dog. Anyway, with that one wolf that Woody gave you, he's asking to go over to our website, pplpodcast.com, thepplpodcast.com. All of our social media links are there. We're pretty active. I am pretty active on Twitter and TikTok, although I'm shadow banned on TikTok right now. But you can also click on our YouTube link and please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're going to start doing some videos very shortly, and you want to be the first to get at the alert when these videos come out. And if you do not like getting on TikTok because, well, one, you don't like dance videos, or two, you don't want the Chinese spying on you. Well, I make it easy for you. I put all my TikToks up on my YouTube channel. So again, welcome to this episode of the PBL Podcast. And what we're going to get into today is just some news. We'll look at some of the news making, breaking things across the board. I got a site that I'm going to introduce you to that is kind of interesting and how it reports the news. It gives you the option to pick biased news. Yes, biased news. But we'll get into that in a minute. Now, again, as mentioned, Trump is back home. He uh, he went back to the White House and there's oh man, the kerfluffle that's happening in the media over this is the media is just having a fit. I mean, Jake Tapper, we got to change his name. We got to change his name. We got to start calling him Karen Tapper. I mean, he is uh, beside himself with this mask issue. There's a video of him uh, going to the coffee room at CNN, and he's wearing a mask. He's all by himself, and he gives us a lecture. He's been giving us all kind of lectures. Well, I guess that's if you watch CNN and most people don't. So you get these lectures from Karen Tapper telling you to wear a mask. So Trump is back home. Then, of course, the media is blaming him for not wearing, blaming him not wearing a mask or saying because he doesn't wear a mask is how he contacted this and is how all these other people contracted it as well. So what does Trump do? He does what he normally does and he does what the hell he wants to do. And he gives this press. I just left Walter Reed Medical Center, and it's really something very special. The doctors, the nurses, the first responders, and I learned so much about coronavirus. And one thing that's for certain, don't let it dominate you. Don't be afraid of it. You're going to beat it. We have the best medical equipment. We have the best medicines, all developed recently. And you're going to beat it. I went. I didn't feel so good. And two days ago, I could have left two days ago. Two days ago, I felt great, like better than I have in a long time. I said just recently, better than 20 years ago. Don't let it dominate. Don't let it take over your lives. Don't let that happen. We have the greatest country in the world. We're going back. We're going back to work. We're going to be out front. As your leader, I had to do that. I knew there's danger to it, but I had to do it. I stood out front. I led. Nobody that's a leader would not do what I did. And I know there's a risk, there's a danger, but that's okay. And now I'm better, and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. But don't let it dominate your lives. Get out there. Be careful. We have the best medicines in the world, and it all happened very shortly, and they're all getting approved, and the vaccines are coming momentarily. Thank you very much. And Walter Reed, what a group of people. Thank you very much. 
So that was Trump last night back at the White House. And, uh, you know, I agree with him on don't let it dominate your life. Don't let it dominate your life. I mean, it, you just shouldn't let it dominate your life. It's uh, I don't. And I hope you don't either. But there are a lot of people that do. There are a lot of people that allow this to just control. They won't go outside. You know, Karen Tapper keeps telling you you got to wear your mask. I mean, uh, it's like at some point in time, it's got to give. It's got. It's. It's like, wh when do we go back? When do we start living our lives again? And I think Trump had a good point. Now the media, media is going to rip him apart on that. The media, is, Karen Tapper is going to be apoplectic over this and rip him apart. It's just. That's just what Karen does, and Karen's going to say that because of uh, his, you know. <clears throat> And not wearing a mask and giving people false hope and telling people don't let it dictate that people aren't going to take it serious that people are going to get hurt again because Karen Karen believes that you know that's what's going to happen Karen Tapper that is but then Biden this one's very odd I mean Biden, it's just bizarre <laughs> Biden did a, I guess, a town hall. I don't know what you call it. But listen to this. It's just, let's see if I can get this to play right. So I apologize if I had some audio problems on this one right now. All right, we got to turn the volume up and turn the volume down. All those good fun things, right? Here, check this out. Good news is, for me, I'm here. The bad news for you is, I'm coming back. I'm coming back, and I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years older, too. So it's great to see you. So thank What the blankety blank? What? What was with the four-year-old girls? What four-year-olds? I want to see that. He's pointing to what looks like either a young adult or an adult, and I want to see them when they're four years old. I mean, maybe there's some babies off to the side, but still, four years old, Biden? What? What the blankety blank? That is what the left are fearful of. They fear that more than anything else because Biden is creepy. I mean, one, he says, I'm here. The good news is I'm here. Or bad news is I'm here. Good news is I'm back. Back from where? Hiding in your basement? I mean, where did he go? That clip makes no sense. And it still shows Biden is just woohoo. I'm sorry, but they we need to demand. This is what the press should be doing. The press should be demanding that Biden uh, hold more town halls, more press releases, more conversations, so they can see we can see this candidate. He's leading in the polls. This man potentially could win the White House and become the president of the United States of America. Arguably, the most powerful position in the world, and that is what we see of him when we see him where is jake tapper on that where where is he why do we not see this why is this hidden why 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 do they totally just <clears throat> just avoid and ignore this you know, if this man has these kind of cognitive 
issues that a lot of us believe he has, it's not good for him. It's definitely not good for the country if he is elected president of the United States. We potentially right now are in a position where a man who looks to be full into a cognitive decline, whether it be Alzheimer's or dementia, is potentially going to win the presidency of the United States. And our media says nothing. They, they don't do anything. And now you're asking, what should the media do? Here's what the media should do. They should be demanding that the media should be demanding that Joe Biden uh, have a, a press conference, that Joe Biden explain this, explain what he meant. The media should be demanding that Joe Biden is out there and talking to people and they should be asking him hard questions. They should be asking about this. The media should be demanding this of his staff. They should be asking his staff, can you explain this uh, behavior? Can you explain, does the president, does your candidate have any type of cognitive decline? The media should be out there front and center. Instead, what is the media doing? Jim Acosta, who is not a journalist, he is, he is nothing more than a fraud, is out there is tweeting, finally, the president has condemned white supremacy. When, you know, three years earlier, Jim Acosta tweeted that the president just condemned white supremacy. That's what the media is doing. That is our national media. If you're, if you're getting your news from the national media sources, ABC, C, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, even Fox News, well, you're, you're not getting, you're not, you're not informed. You're just not. I, so I, I, I um, found this website that I didn't know existed before, but it's called allsides.com. All sides. Now, what all sides is, is all sides is an aggregate of media sources and what they do is they categorize the news they categorize media they have a chart and from left to right the chart is llcrr l is the first l far left then you got leans left then you got center then you got leans right then you got far right LLCR. Again, it's called allsides.com. So, <laughs> so if you look at who they have listed as the uh, far left, let's do far left and far right. So far left is, and some of these sites I'm not familiar with, most of them I am. One is alternate. I don't know what that is. I have an alternator in my car, but I know. Bad joke, bad joke. BuzzFeed, of course, knew that was left. CNN Opinion, they have it as far left. Uh, Democracy Now, far left. Daily Beast, far left. HuffPost, far left. The Intercept, far left. Jacobum, far left. Mother Jones, I, I, they probably couldn't, it should be farther left than they have it on this because Mother Jones is so far left. MSNBC, <clears throat> Newsweek, The New Yorker. Uh, New York Times Opinion, The Nation, Slate, and Vox. Those are all the far-left media sources. The far-right media sources are the American Spectator, Breitbart, Blaze, CBN, <clears throat> Daily Caller, Daily Mail, Daily Wire, Fox News Opinion, The Federalist, National Review, New York Post Opinion, Newsmax Opinion, and AON. <clears throat> no surprises. In the center, a little bit of some surprises there. Uh, AP, uh, AP politi politics and fact check, by the way, goes leans left, but they got AP center. Okay. I'll give them that Axios center. Okay. BBC. Uh, yeah. Center Christian science monitor, uh, a little bit like right leaning, uh, NPR news only they have as a center. Uh, 
yeah, I don't know. NPR opinion they have as leans left. Uh, Reuters center. I, I'll give them that. Real Clear Politics Center, I give them that. The Hill Center, okay, I give them that. Uh, USA uh, Center, Wall Street Journal News Only Center. <clears throat> so they then what you can do on this site is if you go to News, you click the tab News, you can select what you want. You could select if you want buy. I'm sorry, you select a tab called Media Bias, and you could select if you want to get your <laughs> your news biased or not. So if you want to read just the left, you can just read left. If you want to read center, you can just read center. If you want to read right, you can just read right. It's kind of funny how they do it. But it, it, I think what's really uh, funny is how, who, how they categorize. So CNN is categorized as a far left site. So just uh, absolutely here. It's, and it's something that we all knew. We knew these sites were left. But these guys just put it out there. But they don't put it out there as a pejorative. Uh, they put it out there as a way to uh, you can be informed. You can read however you want to read. If you want to read the far right, you can read the far right. If you want to read the far left, you can read the far left. But if you want to have a balanced search, as they call it, well, there you go. You can just read right down the center. You can choose how you want your news delivered to you or what you want to read. I find this hilarious this is where we're at <clears throat> we don't have a a by a non-biased media even those that i read that are in the center i mean for the most part you know ap eh, i don't know if i'd say ap is center and bbc i don't know if i'd say bbc is center christian science monitor they're not down the middle they're to the right npr they're not center but i just find this hilarious that you know they label them and, but now here's what's really hilarious. MSNBC, they wear their banner proud. I mean, MSNBC, they, 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 they have no problem saying they lean to the far left. Fox News, they're starting to have a problem saying they lean to the right, and they don't lean as much to the right as they used to. Uh, in fact, um, uh, I think one of the VPs at Fox programming, it was a former Biden uh, staffer, so Fox has been slowly, and some say would say not so slowly, leaning to the left every day. Now the opinion shows, like Hannity, um, Tucker, Ingram, uh, those still lean far, far right, obviously. But uh, and I, Brett Bear, I think is a phenomenal journalist, and I don't think he leans one way or the other. So I think their straight news still is better than the others but they you know they still have a bent so you know what you're getting <clears throat> cnn on the other hand cnn tries to portray themselves as down the middle i mean any organization that employs jim acosta as a journalist is not down the middle period end of story they're just not down the middle so if you're it, I, I like this site uh, I just started playing with it a couple days ago. So allsides.com. So <clears throat> I like aggregate news sites. So who knows? Maybe all sites will be a new one for me because I like to get it from all sides and all um, areas. So we'll see how this one goes.
Very excited to tell you about a partnership I have with Hollywood casting director Kathy Rinkin. Now, Kathy, who's been in the Hollywood business since 1994, casting for films and televisions, has put together a workshop where she takes her acting chops and teaches business professionals charisma coaching. Now, Kathy has been working with actors for years, teaching them how to be more charismatic on camera. So why is charisma coaching for you, if you are in business and you are in front of people or your staff, your team is in front of people, whether it be through networking, public speaking, or even dealing with the media on camera, charisma coaching will help you uncover your natural sexiness. Yes, I said sexiness. It'll help you create chemistry in the room by making about the other person. It'll show you how to express vulnerability and still show strength, as well as control the adrenaline rush when they're either with a crowd of people or, again, talking with the media in front of camera. So if you are in business and your team is out there interacting, or if you want to develop a skill set where you're comfortable in front of a crowd and a camera, then contact Kathy at youritfactor.net or reach out to her via phone at 720-985-8852. That is youritfactor.net. You would you're going to love this workshop. Oh, is this the October surprise? We're in October. It's October 6th as I record this. No, 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 no. That New York Times article that came out a number of days ago that uh, allegedly reported Trump's taxes, which was a complete bogus story. No sources, never saw the taxes. That came out in September. So it couldn't be an October surprise. There are no September surprises. Come on, when have you heard September surprise in a presidential election? Nope, it's always the October surprise. Well, that's because October is right before November and it's right before the election and we only have 28 days. Here it is. Is this it? it? It's not. It damn well should be because this is big, big news. This is from uh, justthenews.com, John Solomon's website. He's also the author of this report. Uh, the headline is State Department officials told they broke law by monitoring Americans during Ukraine scandal. It's a big headline. So you remember the Ukraine scandal. <clears throat> this is what led to Trump's impeachment, right? Remember Trump famously, uh, um, we heard the tape where he says to the new president of Ukraine, you know, check into that Burisma thing. Hunter Biden may have been doing some bad stuff. I'm paraphrasing, of course. But that's the scandal. The left glommed onto this, trying to make it as if Trump was uh, using a foreign entity to attack his challenger, his election challenger. Uh, that's not the case, but that's what the left did, and they subsequently impeached this president. Now, the subheadline of this is Revelation Undercuts Impeachment Testimony, Conservative Watchdog Claims Cover-Up. So let's get into this article, I mean, because this is absolutely huge. Now, will the mainstream media pick it up? Probably not. That's the problem that we have in this country right now. Uh, John Solomon's Just the News does a phenomenal site, so I do highly recommend it. Bookmark it, bookmark it, bookmark it. But here's the piece. Uh, state officials, state department officials were explicitly ordered in spring of 2019 to stop tracking 13 prominent Americans' social media accounts for information about the Joe Biden Ukraine scandal because the monitoring violated federal law according to emails that were originally redacted to hide the concerns from the American public. So what they have uncovered, Judicial Watch is the watchdog group, what they have uncovered is that State Department officials were monitoring 13 Americans. They were monitoring their social media accounts. 
and they were told to stop doing this because it was illegal. And they lied about it. They covered it up. They redacted information so you, me, we didn't see it. So from the piece, from the article, we are barred by law from actively monitoring the accounts of American citizens in aggregate and particularly from identifying and monitoring individuals' selected accounts, a State Department official wrote in an April 1, 2019 email to officials in Washington and the U.S. Embassy in Kiev. Okay, the U.S. Embassy in Kiev, the Ukraine people. From the article, the unredacted emails obtained by Just the News raise new questions about the accuracy of State Department officials' testimony during the president during President Trump's impeachment proceedings. They also provide a window into how the department used redactions in a Freedom of Information Act case to hide the potentially explosive information just weeks before Election Day in 2020. So here we are. October 6th, this article comes out, and we're learning that State Department and embassy officials in Kyiv withheld information from the American public over this scandal. There's more. It goes on. The emails show State Department officials under Trump openly worried a year before the 2020 election that the emerging storyline that Vice President Joe Biden may have engaged in a conflict of interest by presiding over Ukraine policy while his son worked for a corrupt Ukrainian gas company might prove to be the mother load and main thread to play out, possibly through November of 2020. So they knew what they were doing and they knew why they were doing it. More from the article. The illegal monitoring was, in fact, ordered specifically to counter the narrative, as well as another storyline that involved the liberal mega donor George Soros. The newly unredacted passages of the emails show. So we got Soros monies involved. We got deep state involved. If you don't believe there is a deep state, then you're you're woefully kidding yourself. Now let me explain the deep state because when you say something like a deep state, it sounds so sinister and it sounds so evil that it couldn't exist. I mean, basically, what the deep state is is the government is a large apparatus. I mean, way too large. Now I'm a registered libertarian, and I say it that way because I primarily do vote Republican, but I'm at my core a libertarian. I I want smaller government. Our government is so freaking bloated, and one of the problems of a bloated government like this is people get into the government and they don't want to get out. I mean, it's an easy gig for a lot of people. Sometimes it pays very well. And they they want this power that comes with it, all the perks that come with it. So they don't want somebody like a Donald Trump coming around and screwing that up for them. <clears throat> so they work against the administration because if they can get rid of Donald Trump, their, their life stays the same. We saw that with Peter Strzok and his girlfriend, Lisa Page. They openly talked about it on their Twitter or their texting. I guess it wasn't open. They were doing it between each other. But now we know. That's what the deep state is. Are these government officials that go against the current administration in order to undermine them so they can retain their perks and power. And we're seeing that with this scandal uh, starting to open up. So from the article, the emails show State Department officials under Trump openly worried a year before the election 2020 that the emergency storyline that Vice President Joe Biden may have engaged in a conflict of interest by presiding over the UK policy while his son worked for the corrupt Ukrainian gas company. That's the key right there. Uh, the illegal monitoring 
was in fact ordered specifically to counter that narrative as well as another storyline that involved the liberal mega donor George Soros. So you got the deep state <clears throat> worried that this is going to undermine Biden to get rid of uh, Trump and on and Soros money involved in this. So the conservative watchdog group Judicial Watch first raised concerns earlier this year that the U.S. embassy in Kiev, run by then Ambassador Marie Yovanovitch, remember her, had created an enemies list by ordering the monitoring of social media accounts of prominent Americans last year when the Ukraine scandal about Joe and Hunter Biden first surfaced. Marie Yovanovitch was fired by President Trump. <clears throat> and she was very bitter and upset about it. She gave testimony in the impeachment hearings, but this did not come up. So they spied on, yeah, I guess you could say spied, but anyway, they monitored 13 Americans' social media accounts. And I'll get to who those 13 Americans are here shortly. But they monitored them. And, uh, and an April 1 email was released uh, but it was heavily redacted to hide statements showing the monitoring was ordered, shut down specifically because it violated the law. So part of the one entity, the State Department, saw that they were doing this and told them to stop doing it because it was illegal. Didn't you hear about this? I didn't hear about this. We're just now hearing about this, right? <clears throat> so from the article, it looks like this material was blacked out or not for legal reasons, but for political reasons, namely to help Joe Biden. Fitton said, that's Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch. Judicial Watch first exposed this illicit spy operation against Trump world and the cover-up of this material by the State Department for over a year is inexcusable. Our lawyers will review this new material and consider the legal ramification. This is breaking now today. We're getting all of this. You can go to the article and I'll put it in my show notes and you can see the links to the redacted and the unredacted emails that they put, that they, that they uncovered. So from the article, the possibility that U.S. officials in Ukraine, Washington, were monitoring perceived critics of Joe Biden in the American news media first surfaced last winter during the Trump impeachment proceedings. Yovanovitch, Yovanovitch an Obama-appointed ambassador who carried over to the new administration before Trump fired her, testified to House investigators that her embassy had asked for the monitoring after a column in The Hill quoted a Ukrainian prosecutor raising questions about her and the embassy in March 2019. Now, The Hill is not a right-leaning or center, uh, center publication. It's a left-leaning center publication. So she saw this, allegedly she saw this article and then ordered this monitoring. So this is what she said. So we, you know, were interested in, you know, kind of keeping track of the story so that we would know what was going on. She testified, acknowledging she received a finished product from the mining of the social accounts. Because, I mean, there's an interest. Obviously, I had an interest since I was being directly attacked. So she's claiming she started this illegal operation because she was being attacked and she wanted to monitor what was going on. So she wanted to monitor these 13 Americans. She acknowledged her embassy asked state officials in Washington to assist in the monitoring. When asked why the monitoring stopped, she blamed a lack of resources. She testified, we were told, uh, what we were told is that the folks in Washington were too busy to do this, et cetera, et cetera. Well, in fact, the unredacted email shows the monitoring of the 13 email accounts using a mining tool known as CrowdTangle was ordered, stopped by a lawyer in the State Department because federal law prohibited the agency from targeting Americans. So she lied. 
She flat out lied. So uh, the official wrote, I understand the urgency of having these types of reports developed around emerging conversations, but I have asked, this is redacted, whoever it was that they asked, to delete the crowd tangle list, which explicitly pulls this information from lists that include the personal accounts of American citizens, among others, the official wrote. Uh, his admoni his uh, admonish admonition that the activity was barred by law was underlined and bolded for emphasis. We can use CrowdTangle to monitor terms as they pertain to Yovanovitch, but these search terms cannot be used to target a particular list if it includes American citizens, the email added. Other unredacted emails also show that the search terms Yovanovitch team sought to use included stories about herself as well as liberal mega donor George Soros. So why was she concerned about George Soros? That is the question. Now, that doesn't come out in this article yet. This is breaking. So but we got to find out. They got to find out why. Why? Was Yovanovitch concerned about George Soros? So she's monitoring these 13 Americans for these terms. And there are stories about her and George Soros. Just fascinating, isn't it? So from the article, they also express a desire to combat the narrative later confronted in testimony to be true that state officials perceived Vice President Joe Biden had engaged in a conflict of interest in 2016 by continuing to preside over U.S. anti-corruption policy in the Ukraine while his son Hunter served on the board of a Ukrainian gas company called Burisma Holdings that was under investigation for corruption. Yeah, you, you really still want to say there's no deep state? Oh, there's a deep state. And could this be the um, the October surprise? This is a big story. And the story's just breaking. I mean, from the story, the third item on this list read, Biden and Burisma looking ahead to 2020. Note to my mind, the mother load. Then they put sick there because of the way it's written. So I'm just reading it how it's written. And main thread to play out possibly through November 2020. The emails don't explain why the embassy believed it had a policy reason to be concerned about the 2020 U.S. election or Biden. But they are likely to provide fodder to Trump's defenders. Oh, that would be me. Uh, that the testimony given in his impeachment proceeding, proceedings was inaccurate and that his own State Department was trying to counter a narrative deemed hurtful to Trump's likely opponent in 2020, Joe Biden. So who were these Americans that they wanted to monitor? And then they were monitoring the Ameri these American social media sites. They were Sean Hannity, Laura Ingraham, Rudy Giuliani, Dan Bongino, Sebastian Gorka, John Solomon, the writer of this and who also worked for The Hill, uh, Jack Posobiec, Ryan Savendra, Sarah Carter, Donald Trump Jr., Michael McFall, Lou Dobbs, and Pamela Geller. So why, why did she feel the need to monitor these Americans' social media sites? <clears throat> so this is just breaking. Now, she did it, and it was illegal. They told her it was illegal to stop it, and she tells in testimony the reason she stopped it was that the, the uh, State Department no longer had the resources, that someone told her they didn't have the resources, which was a flat-out lie. Why didn't we hear about this in the testimony for Donald Trump's impeachment? That's the that's the part that is the explosive part. So as it said here, it is fodder for Trump supporters because now we know she was corrupt. She was going on and on trying to figure out why he fired her. Oh, poor, poor Marie Ivanovich. But 
she was just part of this deep state. He should have fired her when he came into office. But, you know, the government's a bloated entity. The government is absolutely huge. So let's watch this one. Could this be the October surprise or will this just fizzle out? You know the mainstream media is not going to pick it up. So <clears throat> the um, alt medias, pundits, you know, and podcasters like myself will pick this up because, you know, it's a story. And it's and it's a it's a deep story, and it explains a lot, and it shows the deep state does in fact exist, and 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 then why why was she so concerned of these thirteen Americans monitoring George Soros of all people? So it does ask more questions than it answers, but this is potentially an explosive piece. Pretty big story. I'm going to leave it on the John Solomon piece. By the way, his his site wasn't listed on any of those yet. I think John Solomon's Just the News is uh, fairly new, but uh, that this this story it's emerging. Let's see where this story goes. Is this the October surprise? Uh, shoot me an email at the PBL Podcast at gmail .com and let me know. Is am I all wet on this? You know, I know how the media works and the. If the media doesn't pick this up, meaning the ABCs, CBS, NBC, CNN, even Fox News, MSNBC, we know will not pick it up. Uh, it'll go nowhere. And here we are, 28 days out of the election, and we learn that the testimony from Trump's impeachment trial potentially was tainted. And we learn that the deep state was, in fact trying to prevent information or monitoring information so they can get a handle on the story, whatever that means. So I'm going to watch, watch this one. This one potentially could blow up, but if it doesn't blow up, it's going to fizzle like there's no fizzle before because the media will just bury it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Please do visit our website, the PBL Podcast dot com and there is all of our social media links and uh, again active on twitter and tiktok quite a bit understand why people won't go or don't go to tiktok so i put all my tiktok videos on my youtube channel so be, please click on our youtube link to our youtube channel and subscribe 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 we are having a lot of activity blowing up over there on youtube just really started working on the channel not too long ago and i've just got uh, hundreds of thousands of views already so thank you thank you thank you for that but what we need is subscribers, subscribers, subscribers. So please subscribe and help us move up in the algorithm because remember, life is not a matrix. Life is an algorithm. Thanks for listening to this episode of PBL Podcast Politics and Brown Liquor. Yeah.